Hello, everyone. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle, and my asshole is ready. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> ready for Indonesian burning asshole. <laughs> you know, getting a good case of IBS from loving this one. <laughs> Ayo. Yeah. We're back after a long break. It felt I know that there was only a two week break, but it feels like two months, Kyle. It's so long. In the meantime, I've been getting married to witchcraft. It's so far it's been pretty good. It's been cool. Have you has it been fifty nine days without sex? Uh no, actually it hasn't, thank God. I was like, I thought more like 500, Clayton, because I, I love, by the way, how the producers are trolling him so oh, fucking hard. They it's literally awesome. put a Chiron on the television in Clayton's segment that said 59 days without sex. And I, I was wish like, it had I wish it had hours and minutes. That would that would be the only <laughs> thing that would make it better. And just like continually tick down in the corner the entire episode. <laughs> because they put However, like 31 days until, you know, the 90 days is up. And then they had, and by the way, also 59 days without sex. It's like, we can do math. We can figure that out. But it's really been like, it's really been like two years plus 59 days because they haven't seen each other in right. a year or two. Right. You have to think that every time that Annalie walks down the street to get something from 7-Eleven, his dick is in his hand immediately. Oh, Just yeah. pounding it off to uh, RuneScape furry porn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The way Annalie looks at Clayton when he smothers his breakfast sandwich in mayonnaise. <sighs> and I don't think he's getting laid anytime soon, Kyle, if I had to guess. No. No, uh, the closest the he's going to get is the closest he's going to get is squeeze some of that mayo right into your hand. <laughs> I just I think it's going to be at least 59 more days, if not just eternity. Just for, ever. For him. Yeah. 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 I think <sighs> he has a better chance of um, fucking Cameron's girlfriend than Annalie. Um, yeah. You know. Honestly, Kyle, when I started watching this episode, like just coming back from the break, I couldn't even remember. I could only name one couple that was on the season because I get, keep mixing it up with Toe. Can't remember what's going on. Single Life started, which we're covering on our Patreon. Just I couldn't remember. All I could remember was Ashley and Manuel. So I guess that it's, tells us who my favorite couple still is. <laughs> it's definitely the same with me, but that's only because I was averaging 20 beers a day when I was in Mexico. Fair enough. I'm so glad that Mama Sophie has arrived as well. Um, Rob is like, he doesn't know how to tone it down. He's so boo hurt. He's uh, so no, defensive Kim, all the time. It, listen, she's just over opinionated, okay? He literally thinks she's so aggressive. I die. People, people, people that are shooting off guns are just playing. Yeah. They're just playing, you know? <laughs> I hate Rob. I just like still like, come on, dude, like calm down. I, he cannot take a joke. As Mother Sophie puts it, I just it's not British humor that he doesn't understand. It's just any it's, humor. It's He's just humorless. joy overall. Yeah. yeah, but you've never been at the bottom, so you can't say what is good, and you can't tell me what to do. I don't think that he's like you've never been at the bottom. You just make a phone call. I don't think that these to women. Who? Yeah, <laughs> to who like, are you calling? I think just... that it's totally embellished. This like rich call Tony dad. Blair. Get get him on the horn. <laughs> Don't understand. Call a socialism and see whose money I can have now. <laughs> it's so confusing. I just don't understand where he thinks they're getting money from. I, I we haven't heard any even remarks about Sophie's dad. I, I have no is idea who this guy is. Picture? Do we have a relationship yeah. with him at all? I he is he's either 
completely gone with another family or he is on a yacht off the coast of Turkey right now with a with a red phone just ready to wire money at any moment. He might be with the alleged dead husband of that woman from Tiger King. What was her name? The tiger lady <laughs> whose husband is like in Costa Rica. Carol probably. Baskins. <laughs> Carol Baskins. That's where he's at. Maybe. <laughs> Harold Baskins oh, is her father. <laughs> Mr. Carol Baskin is Sophie's dad. You heard it here first. This is going to end up in a Starcasm article like Kim and oh, Kyle of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray alleged Sophie's dad is Carol Baskin's dead Listen, ex-husband. As long as they link to our show, it's fine. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Who are we going to talk right. about first? Kyle, I think we we must start with Robin Sophie. We must. Rob the knob. Dude, this guy. Rob is so insecure. He's like continuously angry because he's just such a small man. <laughs> you know? If if someone ever turns to you and says that you in an English accent in particular, if you've debased yourself by associating with him, that's gnarly. <laughs> a real man would save up and figure it out and keep her safe. And then she says, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I would just watch this. My head's spinning. I think that she turned to Sophie and said, you have debased yourself. Did I, I write? Did I hear that right? I think so. Damn. I didn't, it was. It went too fast for me to turn the subtitles on or to like to read them. So I think Woof. that's what she said. Yeah, she basically said, "Wow, that's shitty. I can't believe you're with this guy." I mean, generally speaking, I get what Rob's saying that like I'd rather be together in any way that we can. Then, like, wait for the perfect situation, wait for the perfect moment. Like, there's never a good time for these things. But then yeah, when I, we I learn... Actually, I actually kind of agree with that, too, because it's not like Sophie didn't know what she was walking into. She has been in this apartment before. That's true. But then we learn that, like, Rob has not had a job in, like, six months. I know. I but, like, uh, what the yes. fuck were you doing? I, look, there's... We always shit on these people for having their job listed as Jim. But again, like <laughs> she, she is an independent woman. She is That's financially true. able to support herself. And she knew he didn't have a job. She knew he had, didn't have a job for six months. She chose to come now anyway, for the same reason. I, she felt like she must've felt like, uh, it would have been better to be together, even if they struggled a bit. And for her to not, speak up and kind of back that up was just kind of a play to shame him which I don't necessarily completely disagree with but I kind of buy his retort like because like she should be defending him against at least that accusation yeah. I think a little bit he should have a fucking job he does nothing but bitch and complain and he's just a very 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 small person I'm I'm totally with you but it does seem like if you're gonna push back on anything the whole get a job and save up thing I think that was that had to be a mutual decision there wasn't deception here was there you you would think so. I mean, he said that they were in Playa. Is that what he said? They were in Playa? I, that just means for a while? beach, right? <laughs> like what well, Playa? I thought, <laughs> I thought I meant Playa del Carmen, I assume. Okay. But I was like, you were in Playa for ha for two months, he said, and he was paying rent there too, which I'm like, okay. Like Mexico's not cheap anymore. 
Mexico's actually Trust pretty, me. especially Yucatan. <laughs> no. Like it's expensive. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, what the fuck were you doing? I, I think they were just banking on this Matt Sharp money. And I haven't right. honestly heard from cast in a long time of how much they make, but I'm just still going off the assumption that they're making around $10,000 a season. And I'm like, Rob, in LA, that's going to go like not far. I feel there, like they just was, like... Um... I forgot to mention this in, in evidence, but I do think I, didn't I text you a couple weeks ago? Like there was a cast member that was spilling tea about something. And, uh, she, I think I texted you that she claimed that she made 8,000 for a season. So it's still like in that, that lines up. Yeah. It's still like in that zone. Because we thought it was 10000 per couple. It used to be, for sure, like several seasons ago. So right. if it's like 15000 a couple now, and it's or like 8000 per cast member, that's still, that seems, with inflation as it has been, seems pretty likely. That's yeah. nothing. After taxes, that's nothing. I mean. Yeah, totally. Jesus. Never been at the bottom. Judge, judge, judge. Okay. I mean, these two bickering, though, I have to say, it feels real. Rob seems genuinely spiteful. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, they're still fighting about the sex shop fight. And then Sophie's like, oh, my God. So Sophie's annoying. summary is, well, now he knows when a woman hits on him, he has to tell her he's engaged. I'm like, how Everything's did we done? just decide that this is it's true? all fine. Like, it's all done what? and good. I mean, this this fight was public. I mean, look, it was clearly engineered. If, if if you don't remember, there was a hired extra that came in. But this seemed like a genuine fight between them. Yeah. They were really fucking pissed off. And then it's resolved in the car four seconds later. This felt like a Gino and Jasmine fight that just ended immediately. Yeah. I it was very strange. Like all of a sudden they were now, home and they were like kissing. I was like, now, now he knows to tell girls to fuck off. Can I have a kiss? It's like what? He should have known that long before this. It oh, don't understand. And then uh, I mean, mom comes this. in. And mom comes in. They start bickering, and within <laughs> within like one minute of mom getting there, I think I don't know if this was this had to have been in an ITM. She he's the epitome of dumb. Of and I think she might have even said again. I I was typing so quickly. I think she said a dumb. So that means <laughs> he's the epitome of a dumb. <laughs> i might have written I, that down wrong but i thought that was great if, even if that's a typo that's wonderful i loved the compilation of mother sophie just dissing rob left and right it was great uh i i want to save that soundbite forever but your mom doesn't know when to shut up that is no. a for somebody that has a good relationship with their mom, not like a private moment with somebody that has a really difficult, you know, like if your partner has a really like difficult relationship with their mom and you're trying to be on their side, that's one thing. Sophie has a good relationship with her mom. And this is what Rob says. She doesn't know when to shut up. That's like relationship ending for me. That's a shitty thing to say on camera. And that she's rude. And if you cared about me, you would deal with her. And is she going to bring her brand of bullshit? She's over-opinionated. Aggressive. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, even when Mama Sophie is just trying to have like a lighthearted conversation, like, oh, the wedding's in a three in three weeks. Like, what can I do? Um, you know, is it still like something borrowed, something blue? And he's such an asshole to her. He's just sitting there with his man spread and he's like, that's some 80 shit. Like, how is she supposed to respond to that? She's like, I'm just trying to like throw me a bone here, Rob. I don't know anything I mean, about I weddings. Think it's I think it's some 80s bullshit, too, but... I mean, is it really that harmful if she wants to, like, go buy something blue for her daughter to wear on the... Like, who cares? I think to him, what he hears 
when he hears stuff like that is that's going to cost money. And if it costs money, that means I have to do stuff to get it. And we're not about that over here. Heaven forbid he put any effort into the relationship or making his fiance happy. That would just be great. He already got her that Indian takeout Uh, like five weeks ago, Kyle. Isn't that enough? You're just a killjoy. I managed to find Indian food in the greater Los Angeles area. Well, we're Be done happy. Here. <laughs> Love mission accomplished. I'm just a fucking Lothario over here, aren't I? He doesn't understand British humor. Nah, I just don't think he gets humor in general. <laughs> I, I really, this guy doesn't have an optimistic or like, joyful bone in his body this man like if i had to pick one word to describe rob it would be joyless he is joyless have you ever met have you ever been in a situation or have we ever seen a situation where someone before a meeting says you know i'm gonna be nice but if there's bad if something comes for me i'm gonna give it right like has that ever gone well literally ever I'm 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 gonna be. I promise I'll be nice. But if there's energy, fucking shut up. All you have to do is make a phone call when you need money. I have zero help. Zero. Who is Sophie? Call I again. I don't. I wish we would see her fight back about this. Like Rob, I. Who is? Nobody has given me money since Except, I was like in high school. I mean, is he trying to imply that she's got OnlyFans subscribers that will just like send her money? Daddies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I again would love more insight. And I think I, uh, tour- all of, I think all of Rob's insecurities stem from her OnlyFans. But yeah. we can't. I wish they could talk about it. It's weird that it's like an off limits topic. Clearly, yeah. on the yeah. season. There's so much under the surface that is so easily explained by his insecurity, particularly about that, that doesn't come up. I, you know, they never talk about that. Remember Mike of Mike and Himaner? Um yeah. Mike the incel. He, you know, she again, they met when she was doing like cam modeling and they never talked about it either. I'm like, that's a really important piece of the puzzle here. We need to like, why, why aren't they just, is it because the show itself is just prude? Like, why the don't they only just like per- talk openly about this? It, you know, the only person that it's been uh that's on the approved list to be a sex worker is Stephanie Motto. And and I think yeah. that's pretty unavoidable uh with her yeah. whole storyline. But I wonder if they just don't want the brand of the show to be mm. associated with porno. Um, which if if it was a well-discussed part of the storyline or, or we just like didn't have off-limit topics. I, I mean, I could kind of see that being true because I, maybe not as much anymore, but it used to be like 75% of these people were on the show to cash in on OnlyFans. And it, it's yeah. really slowed down lately. Yeah, I... Even I feel fucking like, like most- Andre had only fans you're right i don't think he does anymore though do you i, I haven't heard anything yeah. i don't think anything about like him and libby recently i i feel like the people that make money on only fans except for johan and maybe danielle most of them were doing it before in some way right no not the fam definitely not the family andre i've seen a lot yeah, of buttholes that, that were ago. new uh no yeah right that was like four years ago though i don't know if they're still like it's still burned into my mind there. it's just it was like it was yesterday <laughs> you know before i thought that bleaching your asshole is just a really weird thing to do but now i actually feel like i'm an advocate for it <laughs> On that note, uh, can we move on? (laughs) Please, God. Well, it's wintertime, folks, at least for many of you who live in a cold climate. And maybe your hair's changing because of the seasonal change. Maybe it's drier, more brittle. 
The truth is our hair needs may change over time, whether just because of the seasons or changes in our diet or just getting older. I've been using Pros for a few years now, and since they started sponsoring this podcast, my hair has never been better. Switching to a custom hair routine from Pros has made my hair healthier and shinier, and I'm always getting compliments. We all have different hair concerns. I've always been concerned about my hair being dull, dry, specifically because now I live in a really dry climate, but I did not grow up in a dry climate. So finding the right moisture level in a shampoo and conditioner can be really hard with like the basic brands that you're going to find at your local drugstore. Pros is made to order hair care, and it's more than just about your hair type. I've had to change my formula from time to time, whether I got pregnant or I decided to color my hair or I moved to a completely different climate. Uh, You know, I've had aversions to certain smells throughout the years, uh, like vanilla, for example. And Pros has got you covered. Pros has given over 1 million hair consultations with their in-depth hair quiz. And that's how I got started, too. I mean, I love a quiz. Who doesn't love a quiz? Pros asks a lot of questions about your hair concerns and your circumstances. What kind of climate do you live in? Do you experience seasonal changes? Do you color your hair? Did you recently change your diet? And by analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. My favorite feature is Pros' Review and Refine tool, which lets me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change up my address, my hair color, or even my diet. During my pregnancy, I had a real aversion to like certain scents, and so I changed up what my hair products actually smelled like during my pregnancy uh, to make it something that smelled good to me during that time. This makes it really easy to make changes when you decide to go vegan for the first two weeks of 2024, for example, uh, or if you decide to try bullyage. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash 90dayfiancecraycray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash 90dayfiancecraycray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. And again, that's 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. This is a great deal. Go to pros.com slash 90 day fiance cray cray. The other day I had a hard time sleeping. And so I walked into our living room at about five in the morning and our dog Wrigley was on the couch which she knows she's not supposed to be on with her mouth wide open, laying on her back and her tongue like hanging out on the side. And I tried my best to sneak up on her to give her a little boop, but uh, she caught me when I was sneaking up on her. Her mouth was like wide open and I saw this big old gap there. And it just made me think of what we had to do a couple weeks ago which was made so much easier because we had Embrace Pet Insurance. Our podcast is sponsored by Embrace Pet Insurance, and I think, based on my story, you should think about upgrading your pet insurance game. We had to take her in, and where we live in Wood... You may not realize this, but in small towns across America, you maybe have one or two vet choices at best. And out in Idaho, people love their pets. And I'll tell you, it was like six months to even get in the door for a regular appointment. But with Embrace Pet Insurance, you can go to any vet or emergency clinic. Vet care prices are going crazy, especially where I lived. They've increased 33% in the last year alone. It's completely bananas. Doesn't matter if you have a dog or cat. Doesn't matter if you have multiple pets. They offer a 10% discount for multiple pets like I might have soon with our barn cat. And if you live somewhere like I do, where everyone goes to sleep at 6.30 p.m., they have a 24-7 helpline and optional wellness rewards program to make sure that you get the preventative care you need for your dogs and cats. And that way you probably won't even have to use Embrace in the first place. Our dog chases after everything face first, and apparently she charged directly into a rock and knocked part of a tooth out. With Embrace Pet Insurance, it was easy to get her taken care of really fast, and it did not break the bank. 
Embrace is way more affordable than the potential huge vet bill you'll face if you have an emergency for your pet. So don't wait for the unexpected to happen. Join the community of pet owners that listen to this podcast who trust Embrace Pet Insurance to protect their pet. Head to embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray and sign up for pet insurance today. Make sure you go to embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray or else they won't know I sent you. That's embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, it's 2024, it's the new year, so most people are inevitably setting New Year's resolutions. But maybe we should rethink this. What about things that we want to keep doing this year? Some things that you want to keep the same about yourself in 2024. Where are you already crushing it? Think the opposite of new year, new you. Every year in January, we just get completely obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you're finally organized in one part of your life and you want to tackle another. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have time slotted to talk through the hard things that are going on in my life, my worries, my frustrations, things that I want to work on, I'm better able to take care of the people in my life and just enjoy the day to day and be better to the people that I love. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, and it just empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched almost immediately with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any times for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash cray cray, C-R-A-Y, C-R-A-Y. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's talk about um, Ashley and Manuel. So these two... I. You know, I really like a man. I, I like Manuel more when he is just like flying off the cuff and spewing nonsense. It's way funnier. This episode, and I believe even the one before the break, he's saying a lot of stuff that's kind of deep. Like we have like this <laughs> deep conversation about more money, more problems, as his friends put it, and how it's tough for him. Yeah, like he literally is talking about American consumerism and how it's hard to watch Ashley spend $5 on a Starbucks when he knows he could send that money home and it would go, you know, it would just make such a much bigger impact on his family. And I'm glad that Jonathan is here, his friend, because he does understand this and he understands both sides. Also, just before we start talking about this, I think that this really lends itself to Ashley and Manuel are a real couple. Like she wants him to be happy, which is something we don't normally see on the show. Uh (laughs) She surprises him by bringing his best friend to Rochester. He hasn't seen this friend in seven years. That's like a big, that's a nice gesture. Did she do it or did Matt Sharp? But it had to have been her idea. Yeah, maybe. Um, We start off with classic Manuel, though. Before a friend comes, um, he informs us that the way that he is learning English is from her parrot-like yapping, which is really a nice thing to say. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. He's so funny. I just this is my this is the I'm most you, like the South like Central South American um, <laughs> saying uh, like insult ever, like a parrot yapping. <laughs> so funny i just i i mean but when the friend gets there you know i mean ashley's really happy she's really happy that you know she says manuel that hasn't really connected with my friend so i wanted to bring somebody here to like make him happy and cheer him up and right i mean that is a nice thing to do it's nice that she even recognizes that but what do you think so ashley basically says i work really hard i want to be i want to be able to buy some things for myself and not feel guilty about it. 
Manuel's side is like, look, I got five shirts. I got five pairs of pants. That's all I need in life. I want to send every other penny home to my family. Like, where do you fall in this argument? It's probably a cultural difference that they should work out before they get married instead (laughs) of just fight and sex and sex and fight. But uh, so I don't really have an opinion (laughs) about who's right or who's wrong or something, you know, Um, it's it's much more about working that out between themselves and, and having an understanding. But I get so I guess I, I'm saying I get both of their perspectives on it. So I think that, you know, when Ashley says something along the lines of, you know, his family is lucky they got the money that they did get from me, which is it sounded really <sighs> like gross. But I do understand what she's saying in that. It's really, I think if she had a connection to his family, remember, Manuel's hiding his family from her. He doesn't involve her in his family. He hasn't introduced her to his kids. And he's about to marry this person. So while, like, I tend to side with Manuel, I'm also like, well, I think if she felt more connected to his kids and his family, she wouldn't see it as, like, I'm just kind of throwing this money into the ether, you know, I, I think he bears some responsibility for not involving her because as she sees it, it's like, oh, I could have spent this on my light bill, which I'm like, oh, girl, that sounds so gross when he has kids to support. But in her mind, they're just like this fictitious being because she's never met them. Well, it's better for her to spend it on her light bill than on a new pair yeah. of shoes or something. But Jesus, I, right? yeah, no, I I think it's on both of them. A little bit that she didn't like to me, there's no reason why she didn't visit him and his family and see what his life is like in a kind of before the 90s situation before he came over here. I think the reality is that this was a rekindling of a fling that had gone on for a long time. They're both stupid. They both agreed to get married with basically no forewarning to the family. And I think, I honestly think that Manuel was embarrassed that this happened so quickly and it had so seemingly little foresight or forethought attached to it. And that's, I think that's really, I don't think that he's like necessarily embarrassed of her, although maybe he is. It's, it's more that this just came together so fast and he, didn't want the perception that he was bailing on them completely. But on the other hand, if she, she jumped into this so fast without understanding what his life was like, and then just digs in her heels about with assumptions about where this money is going. And she's starting to think the worst, which is bad. So it's, Mm -hmm. I, 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 find fault in both of them really and the way that they fight is so strange i mean it looks based on the preview it looks like they're going to keep fighting for a little bit and then literally on camera just go like fuck in a bathroom of a restaurant yes yes i'm like oh dude this is so bad like it's great that you have a good sex life but you need to talk through this i mean i think this is a super interesting and deep cultural like art like an argument with deep cultural references here and just socioeconomic status. I mean, nobody would even, I don't think anybody would suggest that Ashley is even like well off as far as like American standards are. I mean, it seems like she's hustling. She's working hard to pay her bills. You know, she struggles sometimes. Um, And, you know, but she's, she's giving, she's granting herself these little luxuries for self-care, like, you know, her coffee and whatnot. Manuel is just doesn't understand consumerism and American consumption generally. And his friend gets both sides of this where he's like, yeah, you know, I never thought I'd be the person to have 20 pairs of shoes, but here I am because I can afford it. Sometimes I see something and I want it. So I buy it even though I don't need it. And to Manuel, it's just, yeah, yeah, foreign There's way different. First of all, we have the abundance of choice. Some, you know, just billions of different options. Second, things are for the most like some consumer products are way cheaper here for the most part. That's true. Three, 
there is a totally different set of social pressures and yeah. it's just cultural capitalistic uh things that are ingrained in us it we're we're propagandized and indoctrinated into the system of spend 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 all the fucking time and we we connect that as americans to happiness yeah. or, and also to social credit and social status also i thought it was really interesting when manuel said ashley has never had to struggle like that's something that i would say about like an upper middle class or rich person in the states Whereas I would That's say Ashley um, probably has struggled, but not in the way that Manuel and his family have struggled. I mean, it's just a titanically ignorant thing to say to an American black woman, like woman of color. Yeah, that it, too. It's just like, good dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really it. We don't get a whole lot here. I like the friend. Um, he was cute. But I, I don't know that we really got anywhere here. <laughs> I don't think we like achieved understanding between the oh, couple no. and they're just going to go fuck in a bathroom next it's episode. Gonna, so no, it's going to be solved with penis and um, <laughs> we're going to move, we're going to move forward. And uh, I don't know the, there, there's this, this growing resentment about money that is going nowhere good because they can't have an adult conversation about it. I mean, yeah, he, all, he's starting yeah. to think he's his perception is that she is just a selfish bitch that doesn't give a shit about his family not being able to eat. And she has this uh, she's starting to grow this kind of weird savior complex about how she brought him here on her back. And um, the, the 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 disrespect word was thrown out there. Oh, and, God. Uh, that's Anytime no we good. start talking about respect or disrespect, the end is no good. imminent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she does not have contempt for his cock, so <laughs> there's still hope. Let's move on to Clayton. Everybody. 31 days till the wedding, 59 days without sex. 59 days, 12 hours, 42 minutes, and 7 seconds without sex. <laughs> she seems, Annalie does seem so much happier in this clean Airbnb. And I'm, I am going to say, like, I'm, I'm on Annalie's side way more than Clayton's because what? just his, like, entitlement to sex is just so gross. You At the same time. fifth wave <laughs> feminist. Fuck, goddamn. <laughs> At the same time, I do totally think that Annalie is off her rocker if she thinks that she can stay here and marry this person without ever wanting to have sex with him. Go home. Oh, it yeah. does make me suspicious no, of home. her, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she does have an ulterior motive. Does, she does. does she? Unless she's an asexual person. Like, I, this is not a romantic relationship. Which is not clear to Clayton. Uh, is, her, is her plan... Is, <laughs> You got to wonder if she, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that she just finds him simply ugly, right? Yeah. Uh, I, it can't be that. It's that, does she think that she can change his personality to be less of a incel schlub? I think that at first, this is, this is like, my tin, well, it's not really a tin foil, but this is my perception of what happened. When you meet somebody who comes from their world into your world and you're on your turf, it is different than going and seeing what their actual life is like. So she could, he could have come out to Ecuador. Oh, he's an American guy. It's exciting. Oh, he's got blue eyes. We know that that seems to, for some reason, taint the judgment of women worldwide. It's very strange similar to tallness. Um, and you know, she just, she's like, Oh yeah, this, this is exciting. This is fun. And he has money to spend. She doesn't need to involve him with her family. So it's like, there's no embarrassment really. He's not meeting anybody in her circle, but now that she goes over there and she sees his mom's in the closet, the place smells like Guinea pig piss. Like she's grossed eats, out. She's like, Fuck. he eats microwaved breakfast croissants with mayonnaise. Oh, so much, so much Mayo. And she's grossed out. She's got the egg. 
But at this point, she's probably got a plan, you know? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I had planned to go to med school once I got here or whatever it is. I don't think that's it. But, you know, whatever her plan was, she's built this story up in her head. So now she's she just – I hope she ends this because she clearly does not want to be this with this person. And And he's only going to get more and more egregious about demanding sex. So – this is a bad situation for everybody. I wonder if going to San Diego has changed her perception of what America could be. And now she's really making plans. Yeah. But you have yeah. to stay married to that person for years before you can stay in the country. And I just but I, don't I guess see... I could I, I could see her just like breaking up and going back home. Like I if she so. had not left the uh Kentucky, Indiana, uh West Virginia axis. Um, but going to San Diego, she's like, Oh shit. All right, maybe I just gotta bang him once and then we can <laughs> ring, ring. then I can get some fish tacos. Fucking stop eating microwave food in San Diego, you dumb piece of fucking shit. Go out (laughs) and get some goddamn chilaquiles. (laughs) That is my favorite breakfast on earth, by the way. Chilaquiles with red sauce. Love it. It's my favorite. Get some breakfast enchiladas divorzada, okay? (laughs) And then get divorzada, like, for real, because, like, this should not be headed towards marriage. It's so bad. And you know they're going to fucking get married because people always get married on the show. This show would be so much better if you truly didn't know if people were going to get married. I know. Like, if people broke up more often, it would be so much more interesting. I want to see breakups. Breakups are way more interesting than happy couples. Ugh. I don't think that this traditional Peruvian dance was a good call. Like, it also appears that they're rehearsing in a parking lot. It's just very strange. But I, I don't it think. Like, it looked like they drove to, like, Baja to do this. Like, what is going Like, they're in, like, a cactus garden or something. Yes. It was very pretty, but I just don't think that this is going to have the intended effect of, oh, she's going to want to fuck me now that I like learn this Peruvian dance. I'm like, maybe if all of a sudden you were an expert salsa dancer or something like that, she might be like, oh, he's got a sexy skill. But this is is not a sexy dance. This is not. Like the reality is, okay, look, okay, maybe it's like a little bit of effort in in I could see her craving some of that, but you don't need to put in this level at all. He's jumping no. to like an eight yeah. instead of take her to a goddamn brunch restaurant in Hillcrest <laughs> instead of getting a microwave breakfast croissant with mayonnaise. That's like really like you need to establish a baseline first. I mean, the problem is, like, she just hates him, though. I don't, honestly, nothing Clayton can do will unick him to her because she <sighs> literally, he took her out to that nice place to have drinks. And within two seconds, she's like, I want to go home because I fucking hate you. And, I and honestly, I mean, he can't even ask her a simple question like, when are you going to tell your dad about me? We're getting married in like a few weeks. And she just gives him this death stare and says, well, you really going to ruin my dinner? Now you ruin my dinner. It's a look of complete and total disgust. And I, it's yeah. frustrating because it looked like he actually knows how to cook a steak. Yeah. And now that, it's going to go uneaten. Best meal they've had so far. And yeah. I mean, but why won't she just answer? Why won't she say, yeah, oh, I know. Because this is a reasonable demand of Clayton. This is I think reasonable. It is too. I think too. Yeah. <laughs> Shady as hell. <laughs> like, I'm just asking, like, when are your fucking parents going to know about me? Because we're getting married in like three days. And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm going, well, that's not mature on her part either. And just, just the fact that this, this isn't a slight irritation. This is a, uh from from kind of what we see in the preview and at the very end when 
he's going to knock on her door. This looks like she's actually having a bit of a freak out. And it it almost does. I mean, I'm kind of with Clayton that this seems like maybe e- there's even a, uh, I was like, I don't maybe like not a safety issue with her dad. Like her dad's going to come and club him to death. Yeah. But I, I have like my theory and this is big tinfoil. So I'm <laughs> totally like Brilliant. good to be wrong. I think that her family is rich. And oh, but then I, why would she need Clayton? Well, I think that she did fall. Like my theory is that her family is pretty well off and that she did fall for him for a bit and she run off. And if she tells her dad, I think she's going to get disinherited. That's my like wild tinfoil. Why would you risk your inheritance on fucking Clayton? Well, that's why she's freaking out and having second thoughts and not banging him. Like it's just going to be on television though. (laughs) I find it just super suspicious and strange that we know literally nothing about Annalie. I know like we've met her nothing. mom, but we don't know anything besides that. She talks to her mom. Like that's it. We know we nothing. Know that she hates Clayton. <laughs> we know she hates Clayton and she wishes he had more friends and she does not like guinea pigs. <laughs> that's it. Like I, it's, I don't know. Uh, it, it's really odd. I mean, it's, is her dad like related to Fujimori or something? Like, what the fuck is happening? Who who is this person? I don't know. Like, I mean, why is she question. so freaked out? You if would... she's just embarrassed of Clayton, you wouldn't think that she would go and lock herself in her room and cry about it. Like, this that's is the, the thing, only though. Thing. I think that it's got to be embarrassment and not fear because if she truly feared her dad or her family, she would not have agreed to be on television. That's that's fair. Like, she knows. Yeah. She is aware. I think she's just coming to terms with, like, oh, I I have the biggest ick for this person, and now I'm on TV, and I'm stuck, and I don't know how to get out of this. I think she's just kind of panicking and, like, embarrassed and just knows that she needs to get the hell out of the situation, but she doesn't know how. <sighs> well, you know, the only thing – the only thing I think now that can fix this is train poetry. <laughs> I would love to have more train poetry. Maybe McGogany can help her. Clayton needs to start putting pen to paper before it's too late. You don't have much time left. (laughs) Was McGogany in Ecuador or Peru? I can't remember. I think uh, (laughs) neither of those sound right, but I think Peru. (laughs) Um. All right let let's let's move on. Let's talk about Sam and Chitra. Before before we move on, I just want to declare that no one has ever said anything to me that ruined my dinner. Maybe that's a maybe that that explains some things about my physique. But anyway, <laughs> she just you cannot it. stop you cannot stop me from eating dinner with words. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Magogany is from Peru. Sorry, I just had okay. to look it up because that was going to drive you. me crazy. <laughs> Um, let's finish strong with Nikki and Igor, everybody's favorite couple. I don't, I don't, I don't take notes on them anymore. I don't even remember what happened, even though this was like 40 minutes ago. (laughs) I'm a normal man. Of course. I was fucking lots of women when I was almost (laughs) engaged to Nikki. She is so uh, controlling. It was, uh, two. Yeah. Two. That sounds about right. one would be one would just be unbelievable 20 she would stab me Uh, two that's good two's good the the friend's advice is fucking hysterical what you changed your facebook status what more does this bitch want i mean i mean fidelity you put it in once and changed your facebook status what does she want you to do Change your Women. Instagram handle to Nikki Igor twenty three ninety day DF. Women are just naturally manipulative, Kyle. 
No, 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 females. It's females. females. Okay. Of course. Of course. Listen. Uh, be more man. Be. That solves every problem. More man. If only someone had given me, me that advice when I was a lad. <laughs> what could have been if I was told by my father to be more of more manly? Nikki. Uh. <laughs> Nikki going through all of the sexual acts that she tried out in her 20s trying to That's... like make a point to Igor just falls completely flat. And it's just yeah. her being performative of like, yeah, I fucked six people in an iguana all at once in one room. Yeah, I already did that. I had threesomes and every Sunday for five uh, for five years. What's your problem? You should have already done all this. He's like, yeah, I was traumatized because you brought me over when I was 19 on a K-1 and then shipped me home. Just uh, so basically, writing, I didn't fuck for my whole twenty. So now I'm doing it all. I'm just writing down a couple of timestamps so that I can make some clips here. Sorry, <laughs> fucked six people in an iguana. We're definitely gonna get that. Okay, Kim was a virgin, so she's twenty. Good, good. Okay, um, now I'm ready. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. It's just. I feel like I'm just some sugar mama to you. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Like, accurate. When yeah. when she said that she got three dicks in her at the same time, I oh. mean, I feel like I need more info. Like, what? I mean, where? Where? Tell whole me. Vagina, mouth. Well, right? you're assuming one, 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 and I think that's a. I think that's an assumption, Kim. You know, when you assume, you make an ass out of you. All right. I think maybe she's. Given one a foot job, you know, could could happen. That, that, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Igor, Igor is just, I can't just, I just can't take him seriously anymore. This dude has zero interest in this woman. And, you know, I've come to realize that he really has zero personality. Oh, he's not funny. He's not interesting. He's not unintentionally funny. He's he likes to. Witty. He likes to dress up like a Nazi and make TikToks. And he's just like kind of a boring uh, dum-dum. He doesn't so, have the charisma like Rasvin does. I, I don't know. No. Just, and, he doesn't you know, even know it, how many girls he fucked like, but during his relationship with Nikki. He should have a I'm spreadsheet. A man. What? <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I think it says a lot about if, if this relationship is even remotely real, which I've never believed for a second that this was real. I think this is a completely contrived reenactment storyline from the beginning. If it's real, it says far more about Nikki than him. Yeah. That, that she thinks that this is a match for her. And I mean, this is a great segue into the next time on where we see him next week say that, like, He's making strange jokes about meeting another girl, and then it looks like he runs off. But he's saying, "My heart just, is in this relationship, but my body is not." Like my this heart, is my head. My yeah, heart is my there, but I want to fuck a lot more people. I mean, you can come, I guess, if you want. I'm just letting you know as soon as you leave, I will be fucking thirty people. Oh, Thank you. It's so gross. Like I'm gonna go to my dooms and just uh, see who's in town. He has no interest in this woman. It's so sad. Um, I love that the next time on that, like, uh, sorry, Sam is like, I'm gonna drink and dry hump you at the pool table before I convert to Muslim because those are things you can't do when you're converting when you have converted. To Muslim, I mean, I think you can dry hump, but you know you have to be married first. I mean, if, if I dry humping dry hump is in public, is that in the Quran? I, Someone I, let I, us know in the comments, <laughs> please, please inform us. I, I, I swear I'll to tell God, these I two are banging already. 
the the Atif bat signal is in the sky. <laughs> Let us know if uh, public dry humping is off the table because you know we may need to have a conversation about theology. Annalie is at the end of her rope. Dear God, lady, please go home. Please, please go home. There are so many other nicer nerds, better looking nerds in your dims right now that you can come back. Can you know, it's, it's back. California. You can just squat in that Airbnb and never leave. And <laughs> it's going to be fine. Don't go that's back to true. Kentucky, but you know. That's true. Um, Manuel, his friend is still there. Tries. To, it seems like his friend really likes Ashley. Seems like they're having a good time. But then, as we've already talked about, they go and have sex in a public bathroom and never talk about their problems because now everything is great. Have you ever done that? No. <sighs> nope. Such a such a prude, Kim. You gotta <laughs> you gotta fight more with your husband. You just don't understand. <laughs> And Rob, it looks like, just continues to scream about being at the bottom. Yeah. Really unclear what the outcome is. Yeah. So. Rob, Rob's a knob. And um, and done. Well, thanks, Kyle, guys. Do you, have, do you have any closing thoughts about the episode? I, I was hoping this episode would be a little bit more, like, explosive after a couple weeks off. But yeah, I don't know. There's some funny parts in there for sure. It was okay. Um, it was okay, but uh, not not like the. I didn't. I didn't feel the buildup after three weeks. Really was uh, was released today. Like uh, like Clayton as soon as Annalie <laughs> goes to Starbucks. That's not how I felt. Clayton basically at all hours of every day. Yeah, fifty nine sexless days that production told us have already passed. Uh, right um on tuesday's premium podcast episode we are going to be covering the single life which has returned and i don't know what else we're covering but we're going to talk a lot about it we are covering diaries oh wow just the best really so glad that's back i'm gonna talk so much about diaries (laughs) i was confusing it's better it's better than bears all it's yes, fine. I was confusing Diaries with Bears All. So Bears All is like the Sean Robinson hosted show where they like play stupid games and then you get like 10 minutes of evidence. Diaries is what HEA should be. Short little tidbits of couples, just updates. It's like, oh, whatever happened to that person? Here's five minutes of abridged content and I will tell you. That's all I need. I only need five minutes. I don't need 30 episodes of 20 minute scenes to know that Thais had a baby, you know, like I just don't, I need five minutes and that's it. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, we also have some sponsors to thank. Thank you. Pros longtime sponsor. Seriously. If you're dealing with like winter hair care and you need something to make your hair look, just change it up in the new year. Go to pros.com slash cray cray. Use our promo code. Thank you to embrace pet insurance. Again, I've been repping this since last year. Protect your pet. Pets can be really expensive. You know, you come into some catastrophic expense. Uh, All these promo codes are in the show notes as well. And then our longest sponsor ever, BetterHelp. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp.com slash cray cray. Promo code never gets old. You can get... Uh, way more content at realitycraycray.com sign up for five bucks otherwise we will be back next week covering episode 13 of this dumpster fire with no end in sight no end in sight woohoo thanks for listening everybody this was fun looking forward to all the 2024 content to come glad to be back talk to you guys soon bye boy Thanks for listening to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Join our community of Cray Crays by subscribing to our premium podcast feed for five bucks, either on Supercast or Patreon by visiting realitycraycray.com. Benefits include three times the podcast content you get now, ad-free, covering all 
all other 90 Day Fiance content and our listener requested favorite shows outside 90 Day. Access to our members-only Facebook group with thousands of 90 Day fanatics, our podcast archives with over 600 episodes, all ad-free, and you can listen to all of that on your favorite podcast player. With an optional subscription add-on, you also get access to our long-form documentary podcast, D-Sides, where we cover the latest streaming documentaries. You're almost there, lazy. Go to realitycraycary.com and sign up literally in seconds if you use Apple Pay. All the links I've mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks again and see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.